Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and mobs of angry villagers. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, kitchen witchery, witches in the news, and a spell to warm your hearts and your tummy. Wink. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one. The only take. <laughs> We're not doing it again. A cut. It's a wrap. You're listening to this because you're afraid of your family. <laughs> you don't want to be there. Happy Yule. Happy Yule. Another year. Another dollar. Another dollar. Hopefully you're getting in that holiday money. Yeah, that's what I wish for you. Yeah. Lisa, nice $25 from your auntie. And some nice socks. Oh, Yo, I would kill for some socks that don't have holes in them. Like legit kill. What are you, Tiny Tim? I am Tiny Tim. <laughs> I am so poor. New York has made me throw away four pairs of shoes this year just because you've worn holes in them yep wow i know you're walking everywhere <sighs> sucks it fucking sucks <laughs> no it's because you grew out of them because your feet got so muscular from all oh of God. the walking my like little pinky toe like <laughs> lifts weights now so really veiny ew ew <laughs> i hate feet this how are you so poor gross. because you just had some of the most exciting news ever come ever basically i did do you want to tell us about guess it? what guys chicken butt it's not Marcel and I are getting engaged. That's not it. So sit down. <laughs> it's not that. Damn. It's better than that. So back in summer 2018, Marcel and I produced a feature-length film called La Leyenda Negra, which means the Black Legend in Spanish. And we found out a few weeks ago that it got accepted into the Sundance Film Festival. <laughs> Which is, for people who, like, don't know anything about film, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So we are very, very excited. And we're going to be in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> just for January, just for like a week and a half in January for the film festival. But we're so excited. It's so crazy. Okay, y'all, Alicia didn't just like hold a boom mic. She like produced... Her name is the second name when the film is mentioned. She is in an article where also Angelina Jolie is in the article. I know. It's huge. I know. Celebrity status. There was um a women in film article that went through Sundance list and like posted every film that had a lead women creative behind it. And so my name and Patricia's name, the director on it. And, but they cut Marcel's name because it's specifically <laughs> about women. <laughs> Sorry. They were just like, delete, <laughs> <laughs> copy, paste, delete, post. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. All right. So you're going to be there the whole time? Yes. So there's something special, though, also, because it's not just being screened once. It's being screened, like, five times. So, And that's not normal, right? Like, that's not, I don't not know. every film is screened five I've times. I've never been there. I don't know what's normal. I don't know what's not normal. <laughs> We are flying by the seam of our pants. Is it the seam? It's is it the seat. seat? It's like you're flying by your ass. That doesn't make sense. Because it's kind of like you're flying, but your your ass is the pilot. So you don't really have a lot of control. It's because my ass is so big. That's why I don't have any control. <laughs> <laughs> I have, don't know what to do with that information. But wouldn't it be like the seam of your pants? Like literally like an inseam or something? There's a lot of seams. It could be any of those seams. Anyway, congratulations. Thank and you. If you guys have not congratulated... Alicia personally sent her an Instagram message because she loves those. I love them. But um, stop sending her horses. That would be really nice. <laughs> She's so horses quiet. are so scary, guys. Like at this point, you're just picking on me. You're bullying. This is online bullying. All these horses. It's crazy. So anyway, enough about me and my accomplishments. How are you doing? I am doing great. Um, first thing I want to do is last time I forgot to mention this, but I got a care package Ooh. like a month ago Ooh. from Leah Ingerman. Excellent. And friend of the pod. Our sweet baby Capricorn. Yep. And she bought me this book. And Leah is very good at buying me books, exceptionally talented. And this year she got me The Green Witch, Your Complete Guide to the Natural Magic of Herbs, Flowers, Essential Oils, and More. Aww. And it was on my Amazon wish list. How did she know? But not when she bought it. 
So she just knew it. And then I saw this like a few weeks ago and I was like, well, I want to buy this. And then Whoa. she had already sent it Leah's to me. Leah's the real witch. Yeah. I think that's what this is. Yeah. So um, it's really wonderful. It's also adorable. It's like green and has like little flowers and leaves on it. And it's been really it looks very happy. Instrumental. It has a little bit of stuff about our topic today, too, in it, which is mm. interesting because the connection between green witches and um, kitchen witches is very close. I love it. Cute, so. informative. Mm-hmm. It's like us. Yeah. And it's not like a lot of witchcraft spells or books that are kind of not practical yeah like a lot of them are like really flowery and this one's like okay so this is what this plant does and if you mix this plant with this plant it does this (laughs) you die yeah so that is stop eating plants really wonderful i love that and other news we gotta talk about our new year's resolutions i don't even know what mine are yet well i need i need next episode i will have my new year's resolutions well let me set a precedence for you because i've been thinking about it for the last six months amazing tell me more so I've already started it. That's part of my New Year's resolution is start the resolution in December. So next episode, do we have to talk about how we failed all of our New Year's resolutions for the past year? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. We got to be honest with the people. They don't want honesty. They want perfection. Honest perfection. True. Okay, continue. Like Michelle Obama. Honest perfection. For the children. So I have three New Year's resolutions, which I've already started. Amazing. My first is I've been keeping an accomplishment diary. Excellent. So every time I feel like I accomplish something, I write it on this little whiteboard that I got. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the month, I look at all the stuff that I accomplished. So last month in November, it was like I did a show and like big stuff like that. And then also... Little things like I bought my Christmas presents for my secret Santa ahead of time. Aww. And I paid all my bills on time. And for anyone else that has student loans, I hadn't been paying them for the past three months because it was just giving me so much anxiety. And then I paid off my overdue student loan. So that was Yay! like, I would not normally think about that as an accomplishment. But on November 30th, I looked at it and I was like, look at these 20 things that I did. This is great. Yay! Applause. Number two is I started taking vitamins. Excellent. That sounds important. They're gummy vitamins. Okay, that was going to be my follow up question. Oh yeah, I'm not a fucking actual adult. No, I'm not forty. No, Flintstones. Uh, No, they're gummy. Okay, but they're made with pectin, so they're not made with gelatin. Okay. For anyone that doesn't know, gelatin is made with animal bones. Gelatin rhymes with skeleton, as PETA says. That's brilliant. Yo, I know. I'm I think of-, of it every time I eat a gummy. <laughs> I'm like, God fucking damn it. It rhymes with skeleton. But horse skeleton. So like, is that okay? Are they always horses? Are they all I bones? I thought they were horses. I thought they were cows. Why would they be horses? Who's eating horses? Well, horses became glue. Like <gasps> glue stuff. What? Not all glue. Not contemporary glue. But they used to be glue. What? Ew. I know. You ever heard that joke with the horse and it breaks its leg and you send it to the glue factory? No. They make that joke in Animal Farm. But they're all animals. Yeah. How meta. I know. That's some some fucking weird shit, yo. Linen and Stalin crazy. All right. And then the last thing. Snowball. And Snowball. That's right. (laughs) Snowball. And then my last thing is I want to practice not being afraid of being annoying. Okay. How do you practice that? So. You're just annoying. It's just be annoying. Oh, okay. Just be annoying. So one of my things from last year was practice instead of just following and doing whatever anybody else says and just listening trying to be an active member of like the communities that I'm in Mm -hmm. and try adding to them but I experience so much fear that by speaking up about stuff multiple times it means I feel like I'm annoying everyone in my life because I'm like well actually or I'm like but maybe we should do this or well what about this I feel like it bothers other people and so my thing that I'm working on is People will tell you. If they're annoyed with you. (laughs) If they're annoyed with you. If it gets bad enough, Mm -hmm. right? Not every interaction. I should not be fearful in every interaction that I'm annoying the person that I am talking to at the Starbucks. You know? So they're bored. They don't care. They're super bored. Yeah. And anxious because they've had too much coffee. Mm. So bouncing. That is my New Year's resolutions. I love it. Thank you. I think those are good. Mm Self-improvement. Growth. Mm Mm-hmm annoying recognition recognition of the self and of being like hmm, do they find me annoying i don't care it doesn't matter keep going who gives a shit if the person that needs to refill your metro card at the little booth thinks you're annoying who cares also they think everyone's annoying so it like doesn't matter yeah it's okay to inconvenience people yeah because they will do with that what they will i think yeah fuck them 
Yeah. New Year's resolution. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck everyone. 2020. 2020. Fuck them. <laughs> Just fuck them. I love it. Well, shit. Now I have to get my life together and think of New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Get your life together. By you next Sundance. Episode. Sundance. Wreck, darling. <laughs> Sundance fucking mess. <sighs> well, speaking of messes, <laughs> what's the opposite of a mess? A kitchen witch. <laughs> speaking of messes, let's get down and dirty in the kitchen. Ah. Mm-hmm. Let's get our hands dirty. That was Dip good. them in chocolate. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But it's the shell That's... kind, so when you come out, it's really hard. And you have to, like, eat, eat it off. Gross. Okay, okay. So kitchen witches. We kind of talked about kitchen witches a while ago. They're in, like, the home. They, like, their house, not even, like, tidy, but just, like, taken care of. This mm-hmm. is their safe space. This is their spell space. Mm-hmm. But, like, what more can we learn about kitchen witches than the little blurb we gave episode Two? One? Yeah, two. Two? What kind of witch are you? Yeah. Well, when you Google kitchen witch... Excellent. The first link is to a Wikipedia article about this adorable Norwegian talisman called a kitchen witch. Look at it. I love it. Also, side note, pretty sure Grandma Herder has a kitchen witch not riding a broomstick, but just like a hag-like thing in the kitchen. And it used to terrify me (laughs) as a little child. It was just like this ugly looking thing. And it's just like in the corner on top of the fridge, humping all. Just like fridge gargoyle. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) and I was like, oh, I never want to cook. Oh, no. Yeah. Because that's the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Well, so she's like a children. Okay. That usually looks like some sort of babushka. Ooh. And she's either flying on a broom or a spatula or like a cooking spoon, which is hilarious. That is pretty funny. That's amazing. I love that physical prop comedy. Yeah. What's up, Carrot Top? So her job is to bless the kitchen, the cook, and your dishes. Plus, she's going to protect your pots from boiling over, your cakes from burning, and any curses or ill will being wished upon your family. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Look at her. Look at her go. And the best thing is, while it's good luck to receive her, it's also really good luck to give her as a gift. So anyone who fucked up for the holidays this year, y'all get these kitchen witches. Okay, but the next kitchen witch, the face looks like a hand. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it looks like... Is it supposed to be an arm? One of those grossly deformed greyhounds that you see on Instagram and you're like, ugly is adorable. Ugly is cute. Ugly is in. Yeah. Aww. I feel like the noise that she's making is... (laughs) She's like, mmm, yes, tasting, yes. Wow, tomato paste. Ooh. Okay, but on to the real witchy shit. Okay, tell us. Kitchen witches. I'm ready. So, kitchen witches aren't resigned to just cooking but rather includes all types of hearth and homemaking magic, which is big cancer energy. Huge cancer energy. All types of homemaking, I'm talking cooking, home decor, cleaning, and mending, all fall under the umbrella of Kitchen Witch. So if you do it at home. If you do it at home. It's a Kitchen Witch. A shit witch. Bathing witch. witch. No, so the other term is cottage witch. Ooh. Which I thought was adorable i want to have a cottage which makes me think that because it has to do with like decor and energy and stuff like that does feng shui is that also under the umbrella of kitchen witch it might and like the stuff that marie kondo is doing marie kondo is a kitchen witch 100 percent, 100 percent. a quote i liked from Mackenzie wright from exemplar.com is your counter and tables are your altar your pots are your cauldrons and the wooden spoon is your wand. You mm-hmm. don't actually need anything more formal than that. Aw, I like that. Adorable. And this little vial of poison. And <laughs> it's all you need. Powerful <laughs> witch. <laughs> okay, but what, what kind of magic is a kitchen witch going to cast? So number one, they're going to cook. They're going to cook. So there's herbs that have associations, right? So it's like, oh, oregano is for this, and apples is for love, and stuff like that. There's magical herb associations, and then there's actual medical benefits to some of these herbs. Mm. So you guys can pretty much really easily find any of these associations on Wikipedia or any other long list of witchy associations. The only one I found for fucking was vanilla. Oh, I, vanilla does like smell good. doesn't make me horny, though. I'm not like, mm. You're not smelling enough of it. That's possible. That might be it. But... I did this research yes. um, to find the medicinal Ooh. value of some of these herbs. So I just want to say that we are not doctors. Are we not? We are witches. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm going to read you some studies done by actual doctors, and we're going to put links in the episode descriptions. So these are medical studies done by universities. And doctors. And real doctors and researchers with placebos and test groups. Okay. So here we go. All right, here we go. 
I'm only going to give you a couple. Good. The first one is ginger. Ew. I don't like ginger. What it does is it fights nausea. So in March of 2000, the School of Postgraduate Medicine and Health Sciences at the University of Exeter. Exeter? It's a university in the UK. Yeah. They published a study that measured ginger's effectiveness in cases of nausea and vomiting that included seasickness, morning sickness, nausea after surgery, and chemotherapy-induced nausea. Hmm. On average, in two-thirds out of two-thirds of the cases... A gram of ginger tested better than the placebo and tested positively at the level that matched metaclopramide. No idea. Which is a drug used for stomach and esophageal problems, like a prescribed medication. Okay. The only issue is, is that it does great against nausea. So if you're queasy on the boat. Yeah. To go to the new world. Yes. To escape persecution yes as we all are fantastic great but it's not great against vomiting so if you're gonna vomit it's gonna happen but if you're queasy you're gonna be fine also it was great when it came to morning sickness but if you're pregnant you need to use it in moderation because heavy use of ginger has been linked to miscarriages what a double-sided sword so it's like you can't rely on it no all the time okay you know don't be eating ginger every single meal okay all the time it's also great for menstrual pain so it's like folks with periods okay in february of 2009 shahid beheshta university of medical science in tehran iran published a study that compared a dose of 250 milligrams of ginger against a prescription pain reliever called mefe mefenamic acid called mefenamic acid Maybe. and ibuprofen oh. when it came to leaving period pain so ginger tested at the same level as both in pain reduction okay which is wild that is crazy the next is garlic Blah. Blah. in june of 2012 the food science and human nutrition department at the university of florida 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 found that participants in their study that took their garlic supplement had reduced cold and flu symptoms and that they had increased immune system function, which is really important during cold and flu season right now. Mmm. Gotta eat some garlic bread. Is it just garlic or can I just have like a lot of garlic bread? I think that you can just have a lot of garlic bread. Good. I love bread. So I don't think it kept you from having like getting a cold, but instead of getting like a cold that's going to put you out for a week, uh-huh. you are going to be a fully functioning human being. It's just going to be a mild cold. Okay. So you eat the garlic, you don't wear the garlic bread. Yeah, you have to eat it, baby. You got to put it in your mouth. I didn't know if you could just like wear it and then like the cold, like a vampire doesn't come to you. <laughs> It like exactly gets burned up in the sun. Yes. The last one is holy basil, also known as Tulsi or Thai holy basil, although it's not the same as Thai basil, which is sad because I have one of those, has also shown that it can help with symptoms of general anxiety disorders and depression. Mm. At the Institute of Postgraduate Medical Education and Research in Calcutta, India, researchers found that patients who were given a 500 milligram capsule of holy basil over a period of 60 days rated their general anxiety lower, and reported alleviation of symptoms of their depression. Hmm. They further improved in, this is a direct quote, their willingness to adjust and attention. So is it just a mind control basil? That's what I'm, it's like might be rape basil. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So yes, you should see a therapist. Yes, you should go to the doctor for your depression and anxiety because it is a real disorder. But also, yes, while you're waiting for your appointment, you can cook up something delicious with holy basil. But why not Thai basil? I I don't know. And How I do like, you know the difference when you're you at special? the grocery store? I don't know. I was looking on Amazon trying to find holy Thai basil. Okay. Because I don't know if it's as common as like rosemary or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But hmm. anyway, just as a general rule, when you're looking up stuff on... The internet. The internet. Just be aware of any source that tells you that herbs or plants can like fight cancer. Oh, yeah. Because there were a couple sources that were like, let me tell you how garlic is going to make your tumors smaller. And I was like, we're not telling anybody this. And then you just told them. Like, it doesn't work. Don't listen, guys. Don't listen. Or it can like be used for fertility or as contraception. Contraception. I'm going to put this garlic in my vagina and no one will touch it. People say that's good for yeast infections. Putting garlic in my vagina is good for... Doctors say don't do it. Other women do it. And they're like, I'm better. Do these women vaccinate their children? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. They also say like you should put yogurt in your vagina for yeast infections. I really don't think you should. I also don't think you should put... Most yogurt has dairy in it. Like you should put anything. Or sugar, which is going to feed the yeast. Yeah, doesn't... What? 
dumb. Just buy Vagisil. Just buy Vagisil. Go to the doctor and make sure it's a yeast infection because it could just be BV anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people tell you to eat dandelion. Like in the world. Yes. Okay. The dandelion leaves. People are going to tell you that it's good for your liver and it's good for digestive problems. It's actually a diuretic. So if you need to shit. So it is good for digestive problems. Yes, but... You could also take a pill. That's true. And you also don't know what kind of dog has like peed on that dandelion. So it's just like, please, please, please do your research. Find a source that comes with like a .gov website. And if you're not sure, don't eat it. That's fair. Okay. That's less fun. It's less exciting because death excites me. But that's fair. Okay. I hear you. There's other sorts of cooking magic. You can charge your food with sigils. Okay. Stirring sigils as you stir your chili, writing sigils on the tops of cookies, keeping your lentils in a jar with the sigil in the bottom of it. You can also bless your hearth or your like oven, Mm. Uh, cleansing it with sound and with smoke and stuff like that, and then doing some sort of ritual that fills it with intention. Okay. The thing that I got really excited about is you can enchant your utensils. Ooh. Okay, we gonna do this. Spoons, bowls, Tupperware, all of it can be filled with intention and magic. I don't know if microwaving the Tupperware. Beauty and the Beast? Yes. But with I'm so excited. And instead of trapping souls inside cups for decades. They love it. They love it. They want to be trapped. <laughs> they like it. It seems to me that most enchanting rituals or basic spellcraft in general are based off of the same general structure with lots of room for individuality. You're going to cleanse. You're going to build an associative altar and energy infusion. So let's say you want to enchant your whisk for good luck. Okay, let's do it. You're going to cleanse your whisk with smoke, light, and sound. Okay. You're going to surround it with a few things depending on your interests and spice cabinets. So if you're into herbs, you're going to pull out some like oregano and stuff like that. If you're into crystals, pull out your associative crystals. Candles, I'm thinking like gold. Yeah. And then any kind of colors you want to do, laying out some sort of fabric or be wearing a kind of fabric. I love it. And then depending on your practice, you can speak your intention aloud, touch the whisk by imagining it being infused with your own energy, or meditate with the whisk for a few moments, calling in the energy that you need. Then for a time, that whisk will be enchanted with the power you've infused it with. And I'm not sure how many washes before it wears off. Or if you have to re-enchant it again. I've also seen some people carve and burn sigils into their cookware too. So I don't think that can hurt. Very cool. I love this. Boom. Boom. We're eating so much. So full. I'm so hungry. (laughs) I can't wait. So okay, we do the cooking. We're done with the cooking. And then there's cleaning magic. Ooh, ah, no one likes cleaning. All right, guys. I'm really sorry. We can make this more fun. I know, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be great. You guys are going to love it. We're going to have so much fun cleaning our house okay marie kondo busts in pow throw it away (laughs) does it bring you joy i have depression Ah. i don't experience joy (laughs) we've done a couple cleaning magic sprays in the past by mixing herbs and intention but here's a couple other things you can do little witches we can add moon water to whatever we're doing you can put it in your laundry your mop juice which maybe swiffer spray i don't know who mops Do people still mop? I mop sometimes. Oh my God. That's adorable. Thanks. What the fuck is moon water? So moon water is water that's been cleansed by the power of a new or full moon. Okay, you guys, we kind of know how to do this. You know, we've got crystals. We've done this before. I'm familiar with the moon. I'm familiar with the concept. Right. So in astrology, if the moon is new, then it is in the same sign as the sun. So this episode is dropping... December 25th of 2019. It's Capricorn season. And on December 26th of 2019, there will be a new moon also in Capricorn. Incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Math. If the moon is full, then it's in the opposite sign as the sun. All signs have a shadow sign or a complementary sign. So then January 10th, 2020, the moon is going to be full and it will be in the sign of Cancer, Capricorn's complementary sign. So if you're a kitchen slash cottage witch, but you're also a slut for the moon, here's how you make some moon water. So what do we do? We cleanse. Find a space that's safe where your water won't be disturbed or knocked over by cats. Meow. A windowsill. Mm-mm, that's not safe. Porch. Porch might be safe. Fire escape might be safe. I don't know. It depends where these like little fuckers can get to. Yeah. Cats go everywhere. There is no place you can put it where it will actually be safe from your cat. But just try. Just try. If you're into altar building, pull out your favorite rocks. Some people have these like cool moon grids. Dude, which that's awesome. looks wild. Yeah. It's like a bunch of intersecting stars or something like that. Yeah. With like little 
pockets where you can like put your crystals or like I guess whatever you want. And there's like symbols and stuff on it. That's so cool. It almost looks like a game board of some kind. It does. What's that? Chinese checkers? Yeah. That's. It looks like a Chinese checkers thing. That's so cool. Like that looks like some shit that you would like draw on the ground with chalk and like yeah. summon a demon, a demon. <laughs> and they're stuck in that circle. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You're like, can you teach me how to be liked by girls? <laughs> Please. How do I talk to girls? Please. So we will pick a nice jar or container, you know, your favorite Tupperware, now that you've blessed your Tupperware. (laughs) Probably that one, right? Glass and ceramic are preferred. Okay, don't choose your Tupperware. I'm wrong. (laughs) You have to be able to close it or top it off in some way. So fill that sucker with moon water, baby. For the new moon, place it on the day of the new moon to the early morning after. It's a tight window, but the new moon energy is more powerful than the full moon, so... You know, we want the good shit. But if you can't get the good shit, or if you listen to this episode almost a month late, that's on you and God. (laughs) But for the full moon, basically, you put it out in the moonlight overnight, and it cooks while you're sleeping. It boils it. Some sources say you need to grab it before the sun comes up, and others say don't worry about it. Just grab it when you wake up. I'm very curious to know the difference. Like, what happens if the sun comes up and it's been boiling? Does it wake up? Is it like, hello? Ah, it's like grim. It's, it's like alive. Gremlins. Yeah. Hi, like I'm Henry. Just, it like opened up. It was an egg. Ew. Gross. <laughs> How is it an egg? It's water. Something just like comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. And then you're a mom. And then, then you have mom. to sit in the bed that you made. Oh my God. With your moon water baby. With your moon water baby. And then you have to pull up that moon water baby's chart. Yep. And he's a Capricorn and you're like, fuck. Yeah. This is some like signs shit. Just yeah. leaving water out everywhere just in case an alien attack comes. That's why I do it. Yeah. I love all this water. <laughs> I can't leave my seat because I'm afraid of spilling something. But that's okay. And even if there's no moonlight and it's cloudy, it can still kind of pick up the energy of the moon. So mm-hmm. it's fine. Don't think too much about it. You have other things to stress out about than this moon water. So don't stress out about this moon water. We're not here for it. If your water freezes or it's storming outside or it's snowing, let us know what happens. You might have summoned a demon. We have no idea. (laughs) Ice demon. There are also a bunch of cleaning rituals. Sweeping, my least favorite thing in the world, is vacuuming. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate it. I don't do it. Ever? Ever. I don't think you have carpeting. No, I do not have carpeting. Hate sweeping. This is what it means to make a life for yourself, you know? Yes. And filth. I love filth. Filth and cat hair. That's how I live. But sweeping apparently has a lot of cleansing and banishment attached to it in witchcraft. And there's a special kind of broom called a besom. Not bosom. A besom. A besom can be a handheld broom or reach up to five feet tall. That's like almost as tall as me, yo. It really depends what you're using it for. Like, are you cleansing your living room, cleansing your shitty roommate's room, cleansing your shitty roommate? (laughs) Who knows? The handle is generally made of a strong type of wood, oak or ash, you know, like those strong wand type wood. Those strong Pokemon wands. Yes, exactly. And then they're thinner and more pliable branches as it comes to the bristles. You can also mix in more woody herbs like mugwort or long branches of rosemary to your besom as well. The besom itself looks like an old timey broom, but a note that was found was said that you don't want the bristle part to be too thin or too pointed like a Harry Potter broom. You want it to be bushy because those wiry parts are what's going to get into those little nooks and crannies of your home or your shitty roommate's room because you know they're a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Or your shitty roommate. Or your shitty roommate. Get in all those crannies. Get them clean. <laughs> clean them up. Bidet it all up. When you're cleansing a person of negative energy, beating them with a broomstick, <laughs> you want to start at the top of their it's head. Called, it's called child rearing. <laughs> it's called being a good mom. So you want to start at the top of their head and move your way down towards their feet. This is a job probably for a more petite bezoom. With not too many sharp bristles. Because, like, you don't want to have to put them in the hospital, you know? Like, that's not nice. Get them, like, a tetanus all over their face. What what metal broomstick is this? Oh, I found these really interesting herbs, you know, at the edge of this property. And it looks kind of like barbed wire. Delicious. Wonderful. So good. The cleansing power of barbed wire. Let me grab them from you. Yeah. Okay, when you're sweeping a house, there are a couple different techniques. 
So you can sweep in one single direction from the front of the house to the back and out the back door. Or you can sweep from the center and then move out to the door. So the idea of never sweeping from the doorway in is that you're trying to sweep the bad energy out of your house, not invite more negativity into your house. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, I like I like where we're going with this. You can also spread salt on the ground and sweep that up as well while you're sweeping already. You know, like make a little bit more of a mess. Like, fuck, you're already here. Kind of like you're exfoliating yeah. your house. <laughs> your whole house. Like really rub it in. So most likely on your porch or in your entryway and sweeping it out of your home. You know, just maybe don't have the salt everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just like the openings. Just the openings. You know, where the witches come in. Mm-hmm. And the vampires. And the vampires. There are several really wonderful YouTube tutorials that tell you how to make your own besom. And there was one by Silver Anvil Forge that was very relaxing. Oh, it was beautiful. Tell me more. So he like went down, he like showed you... I think he's from Ireland or Scotland. Yeah. And he showed you like how to pick a nice tree and like talk to you about like, oh, you don't want to have to go up too high because you don't want to get hurt. You want to make sure it's on your own land. So if it's not, this is how you're going to talk to people about, hey, I just want to like cut down a couple branches. And he showed you cutting down the branches. Always ask permission. Always for consent. Yes. Yes. And then asking the tree, like telling the tree, hey, you know, this is what I'm going to do. You want to do it during like fall and winter because that's when the sap is like in the core of the tree Mm. and then it'll actually help the tree grow better in spring and summer okay when the sap is throughout all the the branches yeah and then he went through like all of the steps like this is how you're gonna like cut the oak and this is how you're gonna bunch together everything and this is how you should it was beautiful oh it's very relaxing i love that was there nice music underneath and everything? Yeah, under the parts where he was working. Oh, okay, good. And then you heard him talking and stuff like that. Yeah, it was great. I love it. I love it. And since we've talked enough about sweeping, because I hate sweeping, I'm going to bring us back to food, okay? So we're going to take a step back. We're going to go back to food. And so there are astrological correspondences with food. Get ready for this, guys. We know how much you love this shit. Because kooky astrologists always have to make it about them. But did you know... <laughs> It's all about me. Did you know your zodiac sign dictates that some food for you is better than other? Not curing cancer. We didn't say that. Just better for you than others. Okay, I'm ready. What does it mean? Is there science behind this? No. So (laughs) get ready. Just fun and good times. Just fun. So let's talk about Aries. What are good foods for Aries? Apricots, bananas, beans, Brussels sprouts, cheese. Congratulations. Cheese is amazing. Figs, lamb, olives, paprika, pumpkin, and yogurt are a few. Okay. 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 Taurus, asparagus, beans, butter, beef, bread. You got bread. How fancy. Cherries. Ooh, look at you. Very decadent. Horseradish. I don't understand that one, but that's okay. Mint, nuts, onion, saffron, and spinach. All right, Popeye. Yeah, exactly. Gemini. Would Popeye be a Taurus? Does he have Taurus energy? Popeye is way too high strung to be. You think so? Yeah. He's like so angry. I guess he could be stubborn. And he does love olive oil a lot. Yeah, he does. I don't know. I would think that he would be maybe like an Aries because he's so angry. Yeah. And defensive. And so strong. And so strong. And he eats his vegetables. But do Aries eat their vegetables? I know one Aries and I don't think he's had a vegetable ever. <laughs> but he does love cheese. <laughs> But he does love cheese. All right, Gemini. Almonds, apples, carrots, cayenne. Interesting. Chamomile, garlic. Oh, there you go. It's good for you. Ginger. Oh, look at you. You're a twofer. <laughs> Green beans, oranges, plums, and watermelon. I love watermelon too. Good all for you. All those things are fun. Yeah, all those things are good. Cancer, bananas, cheese again. Ugh, crab, typical. <laughs> Too easy. Too easy. That'd be like, uh, Gemma, they love to eat twins. Twins. <laughs> Wait, Taurus was beef. <laughs> yeah, Taurus was beef, actually. That's funny. We should have flagged that. Oh, funny. Eggplant, I eggs. was lamb. Who's fucking with me with this listicle? <laughs> they know how much I love lists. Okay, let's see what Leo is. All right, okay. finish cancer. Well, let's I'm finish sorry. cancer. Eggplant, eggs, honeydew melon, oats, oysters, pumpkin, and lychee. Leo, caviar? Okay, fancy. All right. Expensive. Cayenne, fig, foie gras? Foie gras? Foie gras? What the fuck is that? I don't know. I just know how to say it. Foie gras? I think I watched the Great British Baking Show once and they... They made foie gras. 
Okay, grapes, honey, lobster, and marzipan. Damn. Lobster, caviar. Marzipan. Virgo, cornbread, kale. <laughs> Lame. C- guys, cornbread, kale, mulberries, mushrooms, oats, papaya, parsnip. Okay. Libra, avocados, berries, celery, marshmallows, peaches. All these foods are like really healthy and then it's like marshmallows. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> like, okay. Or marzipan. Peaches, peas, violets, and watercress. Can you can you eat a violet? Libras can. Only, Only Libras. Libras have the stomach strong enough to digest the wild violet. <laughs> For Scorpio, they have eggplants, mushrooms, asparagus, basil, chocolate. Okay. Okay. Strawberries. I always... <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. What a classic SpongeBob episode. Really the only one I care about. Mm-hmm. Coffee. This is It was like me. made for us, yeah. Cardamom. Not sure what that is. Ginger. I don't like ginger. And black pepper, which is my spice of choice. It is. So how weird. Yes. I did not make this list up. This was just happenstance. She's looking I at promise. me unblinking. I didn't I promise. make this up. <laughs> All right. For Sagittarius, we got apples, olives, currants, cucumbers, sage, beets, chicken, and cinnamon. They don't have any like, no, no half men, half horse. I guess apples. What? Why apples? Because you feed horses apples? I guess so. Okay. Capricorn, we have barley, cloves, bananas, cabbage, celery, lamb, spinach, and walnuts. Aquarius, we have anchovies, (laughs) duck, heart of palms, really random. Rice, pineapple, tuna, vanilla, and whipped cream. Is that a food? I don't think so, but neither is really marshmallows. No, that's true. And for Pisces, we have almonds and endive? It's like like a yellowy... It's like shaped like this. It looks like a pear. Yeah, it's a vegetable. Oh, okay. Some kind of vegetable. Kind of looks like a very skinny cabbage. Okay. Skinny cabbage. So almonds, skinny cabbage, artichoke, leek, salmon, seaweed, <laughs> sugar cane, and tarragon. It's a tarragon. Tarragon is a type of spice. Okay. Good. We like our spices. So we are going to do a magical banana bread recipe. But first... Time for Witches in the News. We're back and witchier than ever. Second episode being back. I missed it so much. No, I miss it too. I love this news. Yeah. I'm a fan. I feel like I'm a part of a community that's living and real and doing things and hexing presidents and making their boyfriends' jobs fire them so they could move closer to me yep and hopefully no dead children this time oh guess what there's no children this time but not that first first article (laughs) damn it damn it first article is a witch bottle was discovered in an english chimney how'd it get there in watford england construction contractors demolished a chimney of a former inn and pub and found a witch bottle it's a little gross, guys. So the bottle was full of fish hooks, human teeth, shards of glass, and an unidentified liquid. What is this liquid? Blood. Oh no! I mean, they would they would figure out it's blood, right? That's just red. God, what could it and be? Crusty. Yeah, it gets if it's crusty. That, yeah, they'd probably be able to recognize that. BBC News reported that the 19th century container was a witch bottle, which was a talisman to ward off witchcraft. Whose teeth is that? I don't know. Maybe they're all the baby teeth. Maybe witches collected all the mother's baby teeth and put them in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, this is anti-witch. The mother's collected the baby teeth, put it in a bottle to ward off the witches. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe. We're reaching. There's only been a little more than a hundred of these witch bottles recovered from old buildings, churchyards, and riverbanks across Great Britain. Most are traced to the 1600s, back in those like Malleus Maleficarum, witch panic days, you know, you've listened. And in them were contents such as pins, nails, thorns, urine, fingernail clippings, and hair. This specific witch bottle was first manufactured in the 1830s, so it would have been placed a lot more recently than the Middle Ages, witch panic. Mm, so there were interesting? situations of uh, murders, people being accused of witchcraft and murdering them up into the 1800s. That's this. Oh, my God, guys. Always be prepared. You are never safe. You are never safe. 
And there's a whole theory to how witch bottles work, and it's wild. So the urine in a witch bottle was supposed to lure witches traveling through a supernatural, in quotes, other world into the bottle. Like cheese. Because nothing, yeah, nothing gets me going more than someone else's pee. God, that's <laughs> why I live in New York. Everything smells like pee here. So they would be trapped in the bottle with the pins like sewing pins and needles because of their sharp points. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, people thought that witches would come through the chimneys like an evil fucking Santa Claus, which is why witch bottles were commonly placed in chimneys. Oh. Oh. When the current property's owner was asked about the witch bottle, they said that they are not planning to put the bottle on display. However, they said they will probably hide it again for someone to find in another hundred years or so. If we're here. How spooky. If we make it past our second Saturn return and live forever, mm-hmm. we'll see it happen again. What fun. What fun. All right. Ready for not fun? It's the middle story. No. And also, UK, we're coming after you today. So we've talked about Nigeria and India with witchcraft beliefs and superstition and it hurting people. In UK, you are no better. So the number of children who are known of being a victim of witchcraft abuse in England has risen by a third in two years. About 2,000 victims were identified between 2018 and 2019. But it's being said that the real number may be far higher due to a lack of awareness. Wait, so 2018 was supposed to be the year of the witch? In a bad way, I guess. Is it our fault? I... Don't think so. A lot of these are more linked to possession. Mm, Okay. So I don't think it's our fault. I hope it's not our fault. Okay, go on. Oh, no. All right. Lethan Bartholomew of the National FGM Center, which FGM is female genital mutilation. That center, surprisingly, is also responsible for witchcraft-related child abuse. And I think that's just because superstitions and old rituals and stuff like that and old cultural rituals... So the National FGM Center is quoted saying this is a global issue. In the UK, it happens across different religions, and we even have cases where families have no religious belief whatsoever. It can be very difficult to spot. Bartholomew also says that these cases are linked to family crises, such as a financial crisis, a divorce, or illness, where children are scapegoated. These families will seek explanations from the spiritual realm for their misfortune and then blame normally lands on the children. A lot of them believe that the child is possessed by an evil spirit and try to beat it out of them. That's psychotic. It's so gross. And so for the sad stories, because, you know, you need something to keep you humble, witches. Back in the year 2000. So this is a while. This is almost 20 years ago, dude. Mm -hmm. But we were alive. But we were alive. Victoria Klimby died of malnutrition after being starved, tied up, and beaten up in an attempted exorcism in London by her aunt who believed the girl was possessed by an evil spirit. And of course, Victoria was eight years old. Oh, my God. It's like second grade. It's so gross. Yeah. In December 2010, Nusaiba Baruchi was found disemboweled. Oh, my God. Yeah. By her mother after being accused of witchcraft. By her mom. She was four years old. Disemboweled. Disemboweled. I don't even, I don't know how you do that. That's disgusting. And then literally weeks after that, Christy Bamu was tortured and drowned by relatives who accused him of putting spells on younger children. And he was 15. They did this to a 15 year old. Christy's siblings were also beaten up, but escaped further attacks after confessing, you know, in quotes, to be witches. Ugh. So Bartholomew said that despite waves of horror and outrage, like throughout the years, there has been very little research over the witchcraft killing phenomenon in Britain. So, so y'all are disappointing me. It's not us, though. It's not other. I, I'm talking about the UK. Y'all in the UK. We know you're there are disappointing me. But because it's how so wild. nice to think about this as being like a faraway thing. Right. Yeah. But it is people not being willing to accept sorrow or struggle and strife in their lives and they're looking for someone to blame and the easiest thing to do is to someone that is marginalized or unable to defend themselves yeah i mean i'm sure in a lot of ways it's like this kid who's relatively new to the world like what the fuck's gonna happen when you have a kid financial hardship possibly divorce you know it's Mm -hmm. like having a child's like a huge responsibility and you can't use that to blame the child like it's their fault Mm -hmm. it's like did you wrap it before you tapped it obviously not 
can't blame the child. You can't. No. I mean, kids are just doing this for the first time, you know? Yeah. Four. Four. It's so gross. All right. Here's our sandwich. Miami witch scamming med school student out of money. I'm ready. We love scammers. I do. I love grifters. Yes. Jacqueline Miller told a med school student friend of hers that she had God-given supernatural psychic abilities and powers that allowed her to sense a generation-old curse placed on the student's family. That's my favorite. The classic. This med school kid's probably like, I'm Stanley Yelnets. <laughs> like, I have this family curse. I have to go up on the mountain. I have to go up on the mountain with all the, what were they, like onions? Yeah, he has to eat all the onions. Amazing. Oh. Excellent movie. Excellent literature. But continuing... And like a true scammer, Miller said she could remove the curse as well. And seven years and $550,000 later, the med student came to their senses. <laughs> seven oh. years. What seven happened was, years. What happened in year six? They were like, this is fine. Still. Yeah. Authorities found out that Jacqueline Miller, like all great scammers, was not using her real name. The girl's name is Sherry Yuanowich, which sounds way more made up than her normal name. And now Sherry Yuanowich is serving a three-year, four-month prison sentence after pleading guilty to one count of wire fraud. Thank you, Miami, Florida. <laughs> Love scammers. I'm like, don't lock them up. You know, it's just like... Just because they're smarter than sure, you, just mad. it's rude. It's rude. But you don't, like, give money to the Nigerian prince either, who emails you once a year. Like... You just don't, unless you do, but you just don't. We should write letters. My favorite thing. Oh, my God. Right. So writing emails. Hello. I'm a witch queen trapped in the UK. I'm trying to get a flight home. Yes. That would be amazing. I was thinking letters to the prisoners. Just being like, just write letters. We are so inspired. Teach us your ways. My favorite thing is when really smart or really rich or politicians get grifted. Yes. That's my favorite. Yeah. Maybe not med school student, but... How, do, not how do you be, do that? Do not give me medicine, like, med school student. $550,000, that's like the price for med school. You know, like mm-hmm. all of it overall. Mm-hmm. How did she get $550,000? Like, you need to be paying your university that amount. How much debt is this kid in? I don't know. Whatever. They're probably fine now. All right. And now to our witchy spell to warm your heart and your tummy. And your tummy. Today, guys, we are making... Magical banana bread. That is so cute. Isn't that charming? I love it. I'm so excited. So you need some ingredients. Okay. So I'm going to list out the ingredients. I'm sure we'll put on Instagram the ingredients because ingredients are hard, but it's okay. We need two cups of flour, one cup of sugar. Yeah, write this down, guys. Half cup of packed brown sugar because you never have brown sugar. It's always packed. Come on. One teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of baking powder, two teaspoons of vanilla, one teaspoon of cinnamon, one teaspoon of allspice. I know. Let's catch up. One cup of coconut oil or butter at room temperature, four overripe bananas mashed, which you can also use normal fucking bananas. It's totally fine. You can also put these bananas in the oven and make them go ripe faster, which is weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy shit. Exactly. Then you need four eggs, or if we're doing it the vegan way, which we are because Tara's a vegan, we need one cup of yogurt, like vegan yogurt, no dairy. It is difficult, but it's possible. And then one cup of chopped walnuts or pecans, or if you're allergic to nuts, fuck them. I don't care. This ain't for me. It's for you. We're going to put our Scorpio chocolate, vegan chocolates in it. Yes. We got little chocolate chips. Yes. So what you need to do to make this magical, besides just like making something nice and warm for your tummy and your heart. You need to cook with intention. The banana bread helps with fertility, love, and prosperity. So maybe align yourself with a goal, manifest that goal into the banana bread as you're cooking it. Little zippy zap electrical fingers into the banana bread. Shake it, love it, kiss it. (laughs) Lick it. Lick it. It's all just sugar and flour. Gross. We use intention. You can put your favorite sigil in there. You can do whatever you want. You know, this is your banana bread. Like, also, who doesn't like banana bread? Half of y'all need to eat bananas according to your astrological signs. (laughs) So it's good. And this is our directions for doing it. They're just normal cooking directions. It's okay if you don't know how to cook. This is a good time to learn. Here we go. 
you are going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. First, before you do that, save your little oven. Mm-hmm. Oh, and your little, uh, your cooking pan. And cooking pan. And yourself, because you and need yourself, it probably. Because, yeah, I mean, you didn't shower today. We know you. Come on. And then you're going to sift together flour, baking soda, baking powder, cinnamon, allspice, and salt. Okay? That's in one bowl. Put that bowl aside. Always with intention. What do you want? Are you like, I want a baby. I want my boyfriend to propose to me. I want money. Money, please. Mostly money. Put the intention into the cooking. In another bowl, you're going to cream together the sugars and oil or butter, whichever one you chose. You're going to stir in the vanilla and the eggs or the yogurt. And then you're going to add those mashed bananas and mix all that well. Manifesting intention. Going to combine the flour mixture with the banana sugar mixture and mix until everything is moist. Then fold in the chopped nuts. So that's like put some nuts in. Stir it, fold it in. More nuts in. Stir it, fold it in. The folding isn't like regular stirring. No. It's like a, how would you describe it's kinda it? It's kind of like, because regular stirring, you're like going in a circle kind of. Mm-hmm. I would say folding is more like you're going up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And it like puts air into it. Mm-hmm. So there's like some air magic going in there. Yeah. You guys love this. You guys love this. <laughs> love we this love shit. cooking. I love cooking. So you will pour the batter into a greased, floured, 9 by 5 baking pan or whatever your favorite pan is for cooking. Like, it's your banana bread, you know? You just got to watch it. Bake for 50 minutes or if you're using a different kind of pan, just, you know, whenever it feels good. Probably, like, check post 35 minutes just to be safe. You know, using the old, like, here's my fork. I put it in there. And it's clean. We're done. (laughs) That's a wrap. Okay. And if not, give it like 10 or 5 minutes. Just kind of feel it out, you know? When the loaves are done, remove them from the oven and let them sit for 10 minutes. And then you can store your loaves wrapped up in aluminum foil in the fridge or outside the fridge. Share with a friend. Because you want prosperity, but your friend wants prosperity as well. And what's better than giving during the holiday season? Adorable. Adorable. And that is how you make magical banana bread. Happy Yule, witches! Happy Yule! Isn't this so charming and family-friendly? Wholesome. It's wholesome. Mm-hmm. What a G-rated episode, minus the children who got murdered. Yeah. You know, for so long, a lot of our spells are like, you light the candle, you look at the candle, you hope the candle does the thing. <laughs> and this has a lot more dirty hands, more like feeling and energy work, and that's exciting. Yeah. We would like to give our special thanks to our producer, Marcel Perez, our creative director, Mallory Porter, and Kevin McLeod for letting us use the music each week. What's up, Kevin? Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever else you're listening on. If you're listening to our episodes, screen cap it and share it on Instagram, and we'll share it on our Instagram at witchyes. You can also email us at witchyespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find me, Tara, I'm also on Instagram at herlovelyface or underscore little moss. And if you want to find me, Alicia, on Instagram, you just go to Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A, period, herder, H-E-R-D-E-R. I changed my Instagram name. Today? When? Yesterday. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. I know. A whole new era. (sighs) Gotta be professional now. How annoying. Yeah. Sundance changes you. I will always be inspiration for the bold in my heart. And on Tumblr. And on Tumblr, which is defunct. So do not follow it on Tumblr because you're not going to get anything. I don't have the password. I can't get in. You can probably find some great messages about my ex, though, (laughs) if you scroll deep enough. I'm just saying. All right. Well, this has been Witch Yes. Bye. Goodbye. Happy Yule.